0: No purchase necessary. Void Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Fanball Podcast Network.
1: Hey, welcome back to Whitlock and the Vaughn, a fantasy basketball podcast presented by Fanball. After an impromptu week off, we are back in the studio. Uh, if you don't know this here at Fanball, we we do more than just the daily. we got some other mm. games going on
2: uh are you women's tennis fans out there go to wta tennis.com and play a new fantasy
1: game shouts to wta doing big things got in the way of our show last week that's okay we're back better than ever uh most mondays most mondays nine out of ten mondays we'll be here yeah. on uh on monday at six on periscope that's pretty good.
2: What 13 episodes we missed one outside of holidays
1: yeah yeah not bad at all i mean uh that's 12 better than joel Embiid. <laughs> not taking nights off
2: Ooh, ooh, burn
1: how you like that joel uh podcast goes up every tuesday at noon on fanball in the content section uh you can tweet at the show using hashtag watv if you have any questions during the week want to get some daily knowledge thrown your way from the hosts themselves uh you can follow me at aaron j whitlock him at jk underscore the vaughn uh and without any further ado we're gonna get get right into the fan uh fantasy portion of the show studs Mm. and duds and i will kick us off with tuesday night Going with JK's boy, LeBron James. Wore the hoodie just for you. Got the is that Nike or is that the old school?
2: Uh old school. Old school. All right, very old nice.
1: School. LeBron James. He's gonna he's creeping back up, but he's currently at eleven three on fanball. Uh nice to get him below twelve thousand though. Going in his second consecutive game against my Detroit Pistons. Uh and mm. just yeah, yeah. We'll get into that in a sec. Uh and and just before you're like, oh, real real bold pick, taking LeBron James as the stud. Way to go out in a limb there. Oh, don't, don't don't fall off that two foot wide branch. Uh we got the brow going. We've got Russ, KD, Steph, Harden, okay. John Wall, Big Cat, Jokus, Chris stops, Tuesday's a loaded night, so you'll have places to spend your money. LeBron's a good place to do it. Uh just put up fifty six fanball points in the Pistons on Sunday and yep. a win. Fourteen uh, assists, right? Yeah. Yeah. Dishing out them times, he was two rebounds away from a triple-double. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I think he had seven or eight. I think he had eight,
1: right? Yeah. Uh, He's had 53 or more fan ball points in three of his last four against Detroit. Uh, And, you know, nobody really is probably up to the task except for maybe Kawhi, a couple other guys of guarding LeBron, but Tobias Harris certainly is not the man for that job. They just don't, yeah. They really don't have anybody who can lock them down, and they've they've really been struggling the last during this eight game losing streak. They're giving up, or they've Oof. given up 118 points four times during that eight game Oof. stretch. Brutal. Uh, the Pistons are just in a bad spot. They're in a really bad spot. They're not playing good basketball. They're bad offensively right now. Uh, 27th in the league in offensive efficiency Oof. since Reggie Jackson went down. And then they
2: came out today. Well, Avery Bradley's on the trading block now.
1: Bradley's on the trading block, although they're they're confusing as hell right now because they're looking to move Avery, which I get because his contract's up, probably not bringing him back. Mm-hmm. But then they're also still looking at Miracic. Um They're interested in Rodney Hood. It came out today, so they're not giving up on the season, I guess. But...
2: Rodney Hood, huh? That's an interesting one. Yeah.
1: And then there was I saw a uh, got a push notification from Bleacher today saying that the Pistons turned down an offer from the Lakers for Jordan Clarkson. Jordan Clarkson for. Uh, Bradley straight up.
2: Yeah, I mean, well, that's just a salary-shedding move for Lakers because they wouldn't bring back Bradley unless they weren't able to get LeBron and George. Right. They potentially would bring him back, but I would severely doubt it. Yeah. No. And that's just trying to get rid of Clarkson's salary before for clearance cap space for this coming summer.
1: Correct. Yes. With an. And then for Detroit,
2: deal. you're getting an extra year of. <laughs> Well, Clarkson, I guess, yeah, right. you are going to actually year have Jordan Clarkson. What's he at
1: yearly? Uh, not much, like three, like four ten? million. Not oh, really? See, is he making that? Oh, he did get it. Yeah, yeah. you are right. Think he's like no, 10, 10, right. 10, 12. Yeah, yeah. And for a team that's already cash strapped, that's going to have some interesting decisions to make I mean, very just, soon with Tobias.
2: Um, yeah, yeah. I got some interesting decisions, no doubt. God, it didn't seem that long ago when they took down the Celtics in Boston. You were like, I know, <laughs> jacked up about it. I need. I should probably should go find that episode. Down. And oh man. <laughs> Came I mean, down so fast. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, that was a, a tumble, a fast tumble.
1: <sighs> yeah, it's it's a cycle. It's a cycle every year. I get my hopes up, and then they just burn them, burn them right to the ground. Uh, some other guys to look out for on Tuesday. Uh, DeJounte Murray. Price is, is rising pretty fast, but he's still uh, still a pretty good bargain at $6,000. He's uh, going to be going against Denver, who's allowing the second most fan ball points per game to point guards. Uh, Dante Cunningham, who will be filling in for Boogie at center. RIP to Boogie season. Oh, man. Gone too soon. Fantasy oh, all-star. Oh, God, that was... Just... Having one of the best seasons of his career oh. on the way to the playoffs. Heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. Uh, that's really tough. Feel for you, Boogie. But 3,500 right now for Cunningham. Uh, he's not going to be asked to do a ton. Like It's not like he's you know going to step in and even do half of what Boogie did. He's not that player, and the Pelicans don't they're not going to ask him to fill that role in the offense. No. In fact, Davis for a short time here probably should be a, a decent value. He's what, in the 10,000 range right now? Yeah, I
2: think he's just below 11,000. I think he's ten six, ten eight, somewhere in there.
1: Okay, I thought he was a little lower than that, but maybe not. Um, um. Yeah, pull that up for me.
2: But, yeah, Cunningham. Oh, uh, Jesus, 11
1: Okay, never mind. Not that great of a deal. I'll take it back. <laughs> I thought he was in the, the like 10-2 I think he was, and then he, they
2: played against L.A. Clippers where then you know, he just went off. And so it's already
1: adjusted. Stuff. But Cunningham, for the time being, against the Kings on Tuesday, they're giving up 41 fan ball points a game to centers. That's the fourth most. They play a bit of a slower pace, but I still think Cunningham, at such a low price, 3-5, you only need about 18 fan ball points out of him. He could do that. And then, finally, uh, Jonas Valanciunas. Oof. He's been on a heat. You're not
2: kidding. Holy Oof.
1: cow! Jonas playing some basketball. You need him to be uh, to be playing a team that's going to roll out of center for a big amount of time. And uh, I, I don't I don't love the matchup. I believe he's playing Utah on Tuesday, which is tough. But it is is in the Air Canada Center where mm-hmm. uh, he had a double double the last time he faced the Jazz. 38 fan ball points. He'll see a ton of minutes again. Uh, he's averaging 43 fan ball points.
2: Over his last six games, five double doubles. Ooh. dude's on fire! Did you see him and Randall trying to go at it uh, two nights ago? Julius, Julius Randall and no. yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, I don't know. You know, Valachinichis was running down the court, uh-huh. and Randall like Valachunas knocked him down, and Randall got up and like sprinted at him, like he was going to do something. And and right as Valachinichis turned around to see him. He t- started taking very slow steps right after that. <laughs> Randall did. He took. He was took five, six hard steps and then slowed down to two and was like talking from a distance. So know? just typical it was NBA, fake. Then. yeah, yeah, just typical fake. Yeah, it was funny though.
1: I like it. Uh, my dud for Tuesday is going to be one Stephen Curry Ooh. Uh, traveling f- traveling to Utah. Talked about it many never, times on the show. Never, never a good thing. You don't want to go to the Salt Lake City. Nope uh you know if you watch saturday's game that was a freaking show that was great steph couldn't miss pretty much that second half i mean yeah
2: 51 uh i think he had did he have
1: 51 i thought he had 45 i could be wrong i was i was obviously wrong about (laughs) uh anthony davis's price so i'm not gonna say that i feel confident at this point (laughs) Uh, by the way that
2: spread was 11 in that game
1: was it really yeah seems high
2: yeah easy money very high uh, uh, 49 sorry damn I thought he had 51
1: alright well we were both off we were a nice uh, nice little average there between yeah. us Uh, his price should be coming up on the heels of that I would expect as it is he needs 58 fan ball points to hit 5.5 times his value uh, his last 3 games in the Salt Lake City, Curry is averaging 41 fan ball points per game only topped 40 in one of those games uh, it's a tough place to play they play at a slow pace playing at the 5th slowest pace in the league right now Utah, as it is, allows the seventh fewest fan ball points to point guards. Uh, They rank fifth in points per game allowed. And for the season, they're allowing an average of just 93 points per game in Salt Lake City. Gotcha. Incredibly low. Like, I think the the high for, like, if you're just looking at season average for any team, like, 97 points per game is lowest of any team. So, well below that average. Uh, Some other guys you maybe don't want to mess around with on Tuesday Jarrett Jack gotten burned on him in our internals Tuh. a couple times you're like hey brooklyn no, 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 no. fast pace great matchup former team no he's he's failed to score 17 uh or or more the last two times they've yep. they've played against each other this season no good and uh demar Derozan, rosen maybe somebody to think about fading uh having a great season shooting percentage is great assist numbers are up uh but january hasn't been great for him he needs 45 points to hit his value 45 fan ball points, uh, and he's only averaging 36 over his last 10. And he's going to have to deal with Jimmy Butler in that one against Minnesota. Not a good matchup at all for DeMar there.
2: Since Lowry's come back, Lowry missed a couple games with, what was a hamstring or knee or something? Yeah. Something in his leg, and he really went on a tear, DeRozan. Right. Went on an absolute tear. But since Lowry's kind of come back, his numbers have kind of gone down. No, they're playing DeRozan's. well as a team. It's just, sure, Yeah, they're playing, yeah. He's, yeah.
1: From a fantasy perspective, for a guy I mean, think- he's
2: doing it, yeah, he's... He, He's, what is he doing? Like 20, he's only hitting like 20, 25 points.
1: Yeah. The rebound. That's the thing is Lowry's a great rebounder too yes, for a guard. Yes. Gobbles up a lot of those. So,
0: yeah.
2: Yeah. DeRozan hasn't been a fantasy stud recently.
1: Just meh. Uh, Wednesday. Wednesday, stud going to be a Benjamin Simmons uh, going against the Brooklyn Nets. Ooh, I I don't, I, I hate Ben Simmons price. Like I feel like his is one of the most hyped up, like at 9,700. You look at his numbers and it's...
2: He's been going down a little d- decline as well.
1: You know, he had that crazy game against Chicago, Chicago where he scored double, 70, yeah. had a triple-double in almost the first quarter. Yep. Uh, you know, he's capable of that. He stuffs the stat sheet, but really on a night-in, night-out basis, he should really probably be in the mid to high eights. Like, he's a, he's a 40, 40, 45 fan ball point a night kind of guy. It's really where he's at. He's not topping 50 that often. Um. Yeah, averaging 39 fanball points over his last 10 games. And that That's includes the 71-pointer against Chicago. Ooh. So, uh, but this is a great matchup. You just saw Giannis tear apart uh, the Nets. Um, they're they're not a good defensive team. And Simmons just feasted on weaker opponents this season. He's, uh, he's averaged 58 fanball points per game in the six contests against teams who were ranked 25th through 30th in fanball points allowed. Now, would you like to guess where Brooklyn line ranks? Uh, I'd say probably
2: close to near last.
1: They're not. They're not 25th through 30th. They are 24th, <laughs> however. Uh, close. No, no team giving up more rebounds per game than the Nets right now. Mm. Should be great for Simmons. Uh, He should probably at least flirt with a triple or a double in this one, if not uh, if not land it. Uh, a few other guys on Wednesday that I like. Uh, Dennis Smith Jr. Uh, been okay. pretty solid at late. He's going against Phoenix. Who are giving up the most fan ball points? Point guards. Uh, he's still a reasonable value. He's creeping up into the high sixes, but as long as he doesn't pass up over seven, I'm I'm okay with that. Uh, Dwight Howard will be getting his third crack at the Hawks
2: Dude, he's on Wednesday on a tear. I'm going to touch on that later on too in this podcast. He's been beasting
1: lately. Love getting getting another chance. He just scored fifty nine fan ball points against the Hawks. Said he wanted to kill him, and he did. <laughs> Uh, he's had at least 15 rebounds in both of his games against Atlanta, no fewer than 42 fan ball points in either of those contests. Uh, my dud is going to be Kristaps sure. Uh going against Another the decliner. Boston Celtics. Yeah, a uh, guy who's not a rookie, but Mm-mm. almost looks like he's hitting that rookie wall this time of year Every when time, you see a yeah, lot of the so guys I mean kind of like yeah. just getting a little tired, not used to uh, exerting this much energy this many days in a row. And uh, I, I don't know what's going on with him, but Celtics have the league's Best defensive rating, uh, one of only two teams in the league, allowing less than 100 points a game. Uh, And Boston has kind of owned Kristaps really so far over the course of his young career. Held him to an average of just 24 fan ball points over his last five matchups. He's only scored more than 30 once in those five games against the Celtics. I would avoid Kristaps at all costs in his $8,600 price tag.
2: Then... And then I got that Thursday. Takes you, you got Thursday. All right, I'm going to go Thursday. My stud's going to be Giannis. He's at eleven thousand five hundred dollars right now at the Minnesota Timberwolves on Thursday. I've been kind of tracking this the Timberwolves team, and there's something to this team. And I've and statistically, the stats you know sometimes stats can tell you a false narrative, but I, these stats are spot on. So Jeff Teague was out for with a sprained MCL for about a month, right? Yep, missed uh, precisely seven games with that with that uh, MC, uh, MCL injury. He's the weakest link on their team defensively, worse than Wiggins, worse than Cat. In the seven games that the that he missed with an injury, and Tyus Jones filled in as a starter, the T Wolves were ranked the third were ranked as the third best team defensively while Teague was on the bench. Rest since he's returned on January tenth, so from January tenth to today, the twenty eighth they ranked 28th in defensive rating. That's alarming. That's that insane. is alarming. And with Jones, with Tyus Jones approaching, I think he's his rookie deal is coming out. They really are look I heard, I heard a rumor they're trying to get rid of Teague for Kemba. Ooh, trying but to get in But Charlotte on that. doesn't want to take on uh Teague. They don't they don't think Teague's a good enough return, which mm, I agree. I
1: completely agree, especially given those kind of numbers. Exactly.
2: Uh so to touch more on that, the Timberwolves ranked 24th in the league for their whole season in defensive defensive rating. They're allowing an average of 44 fan ball points to power forwards. Uh, remember, Giannis is a power forward in – or is he is small forward now or power forward? He's small forward small now. Small forward now. Okay, so I'm sorry, 44 fan ball points to small forwards. Over the last five games, they're surrendering 60 fan ball points. That ranks 25th. So I like Giannis on Thursday. Last time these two teams played, he had a double-double and went for 41 fan ball points. A couple other guys, Russ against Denver. Russ has had $12,800, though. That's why I didn't want to put him up here. He's That's that's probably the priciest guy we have going right now with Cousins out for the season. So if you can somehow spread that money out and make it last and get Russ for $12,800 against Denver, I would do it that the second-worst team in fanball slowing down opposing point cards. And earlier in the year, Russ dropped 30 in Denver. So he's had some success against them. My other guy is Carl Anthony Towns against the Milwaukee Bucks. I think we've touched on it a ton on this show. The Bucks are the worst rebounding team in the league. And they are bottom five in fan ball slowing down opposing center. So, And he's at $10,400. So I like Cat as well on Thursday. Dud is going to be Chris Paul against the San Antonio Spurs at $10,000. DeJounte Murray is now the new starting point guard for Spurs. Tony Parker, your your time is done as starter. So, but it was a well. You had a good run. Great career. Great run. Numerous titles. But your time is done. You know who the number one raid defensive player in the league is? Is it Wow. I Sitting damn. at like right around 95, 94, 95. He's yep. the number one rated defensive player. It'll be interesting to see how that adjusts with in the starting lineup with more, with minutes, more minutes. But that's right. still impressive. Yes. Uh and the Spurs are the second best defensive defensive team in the league, trailing only the Boston Celtics. Uh, Paul hasn't recorded a double double since January 20th, which was Harden's second game back from that hamstring injury that he missed a couple games with. And he hasn't eclipsed. 40 fan ball points in three of his last four games. So he's been on a little bit of a decline as well. Getting used to... It's weird. They really haven't played a ton of basketball together. I think it's... Paul two, missed... 24 games they've played together. Th- really? 24. They Paul missed the beginning half of the year, and then he had some ins and outs with injuries, and then Harden missed two weeks or a couple games with some hamstring I was tightness. running
1: some of Harden's numbers today. I was curious what he was averaging with CP3 in the lineup versus without. You can definitely... I've looked at them both now. It's definitely affecting Chris more than it's affecting yes. Harden. Yes. Yes.
2: When's Harden healthy and he's getting the full minute load, it's not affecting him fantasy wise. But Chris Paul, for sure, yeah, it's affecting he's, him. His, his numbers, numbers. Are down his numbers. For
1: are sure, down. when he's not at, called upon to score like like
2: he is when Harden's out. And he's not getting the assist though. Like I said, he hasn't had a double double since. Well,
1: that's January the thing 20th, is Harden's. Right? Yeah, he's still getting seven, eight assists a game. He's still got to have the ball in his hands. Yeah.
2: So, don't like uh, Chris Paul against San Antonio on Thursday at ten thousand.
1: Well, quick aside before you yeah. go to Friday, just yeah. Jeff Teague's making nineteen million dollars a year for the next two years, not just this year. Next year he has a player option in, yeah, in 19 nineteen twenty. That's a bad deal.
2: That's and a I, terrible. Contract. I get, but I get what Minnesota was trying to do because they had a veteran team. They want to win now, and oh, it made sense. Jones in the hadn't shown anything the past couple of years, even the year before last year. He didn't show much. This year he's much, much improved. Yeah, he's defensively a step. and offensively, much more improved.
1: And I don't think Jeff Teague. I, he didn't have a reputation as a great defender, but he didn't have a reputation Tyson's as being this, this bad. bad. Yeah,
2: No, you're 100% right. Maybe some of the injuries have slowed him down. Or just What's he up? Yeah, what's he at? Mid-30s?
1: I don't even think he's that old, no. Jeff Teague, uh,
2: he's 29. Wow, yeah, that's pretty bad. He's got to be better than that. For that amount of money he's getting paid, he definitely has to be better than that. And
1: I, under- I mean, I understand with Minnesota they wanted to move on from Ricky Rubio, and he hasn't looked much better in no. Utah, but...
2: Sorry, had to get that in there. No, right I agree. That's no, that's a good about. point. Like I, I was just looking at it. I just I was looking at it. looking this up. He's that bad defensively, and he's making the team worse. All right, a team that should be.
1: I mean, Carl Anthony Towns. He had a terrible start to the year. Was one of the worst defensive centers. Mm-hmm. He's coming around a little bit. Jimmy Butler's helped that team. They should yeah. be a decent defensive team. I mean, Tom Thibodeau.
2: It's what you expect They're from a Tom Thibodeau,
1: coach team. They're not good.
2: Twenty fourth in defensive rating, but yeah. they were top three with Tia and that's
1: that's telling. Yes, it is. That's telling.
2: Uh, so Friday, we're going back. I love Dwight Howard. He's got a great week. This He's week. killing My it, guy. man. Killing $8, it. $8,900 Friday is going against the Indiana Pacers. The Pacers rank 28th in fanball, slowing down opposing centers, and they're surrendering an average of 41 fanball points to opposing centers. So the Pacers rank 23rd in the league in rebounding and 24th in the league in opponents points in the paint. So that's not too good. That's bottom 10 in each of those categories. So you're going to want to target Dwight. He's been on fire. He's eclipsed 50 fan ball points in his last four games and has a double-double in double nine out of his last 10 games. Oof. That is nasty. A couple other guys I like on Friday. I'm going Enos Kanner, uh for the next $7,000 against the Bucks. Again, Bucks are dead last in rebounding, and he's eclipsed, he's eclipsed 30 fan ball points in four straight games, including a double-double in his most recent game. He's been
1: a lot better for them than I thought yeah. he would be when he initially sure. went over there. I thought he was...
2: When he faces bad rebounding teams like Milwaukee, he takes advantage of that too. I noticed that Phoenix and Lane are a couple of teams. He's had some field He's a much against. better rebounder than Chris Stapps. So. Yes, for sure. Absolutely. Uh, one other guy I like that I think you you talked on Cunningham for studs. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go True Holiday. Yeah. Uh, is playing this starting at sh- uh, shooting guard along with Rondo. And they're playing the Oklahoma City Thunder on Friday. Now the Thunder just lost... Andre Roberson, to that nasty patella tendon injury. Oh, that was gross. Did you see that? Yeah, it was. I thought he slipped on the court, but when you slow it down, you just see his knee kind of like caved in like that. Oh. And you see him sliding on the court like to the out of bounds. Like, oh, man, that looked nasty. Not pleasant. No. So he's their starting, he was their starting shooting guard, sharding, uh, he was like shooting guard small forward. And he's the best defender on the team.
1: Oh, by far. One of the best defenders in the NBA. In the NBA.
2: They were saying first team, all defensive, he was going to be at. The Pelicans, I'm sorry, the Thunder. With Roberson in the lineup, their defensive rating is 95. That's top 10 in the league. Without Roberson, they're 114th. That's bottom five in the league.
1: Wow. Another You're gonna, night and that's day difference. Night and day difference.
2: You're going to start seeing Thunders. A lot of teams have success against the Thunder. I'm going to go Drew Holiday. I like him. 7900 dollars his usage should definitely come up, too. Yeah, his, oh, so I had that thing. Uh, the first game they played without Boogie against, I think it was on Saturday or Sunday, he was third on the team in usage at 22%, yeah. behind Davis and Rondo at 25 So, And he had 49 fan ball points, too, which is well above his average. So look for Holiday to kind of be a boost to the Pelicans' interior fantasy lineups on Friday. My dud is going to be Devin Booker against the Utah Jazz. Now it's in Phoenix, not the dreaded Salt Lake City, but Utah's a slow team. Yes, they are. They are damn slow. Fifth oh, slowest in the league. They are, yep. 25th in pace while the Suns like to play fast. They're ranking fourth in pace. The Jazz, are second best team in fanball, slowing down opposing shooting guards. Last time these two teams played, Booker only had 34 fanball points. In order to be of value to you, he needs to have 48 fanball points. So he fell well below that last time. Stay away from Booker on Friday night.
1: All right, let's go into the weekend.
2: This is a big game here. I like this. This is like this, this is going to be
1: a big this is going to be a lot of fun. National TV. Uh Cavs, Cavs Rockets. I'm going James Harden. Currently at 11-6. He was up up above 12 before his injury. So it wouldn't be shocking to me uh if he's back up there at this point, but hopefully we can keep him in the 11 range. It's it's tough to get those 12k guys in there, but he's one where you just have to do it. Um Last three games against the Cavs, earlier this season, triple-double, 86 fan ball points. Last season, 74 and 77 fan ball points against the Cavs. Now, mind you, none of those games are with CP3 in the lineup, so we still don't know what that's going to look like against uh, against the Cavs, but I'm really not that concerned, as we were talking about just a couple minutes ago. Uh, 24 games in which the beard and CP3 have been on the court together. Harden still averaging 54 fan ball points a game, and he has 10 outings with 58 or more fan ball points. So yeah, just under half. He doesn't take a hit
2: fantasy wise. Paul takes the hit.
1: Yes, much much more pronounced anyway. Mm -hmm. Like I mean, you look at you look at his numbers with CP3 out, and he had a couple 70, 80 point fan ball games. Like he he torches when CP3 is out. Don't Mm -hmm. get me wrong, but. He's still capable of doing it with CP3 in the lineup, and now I think you're starting to see he's finally – he's got four or five games back now since the injury. He's starting yep. to cook again a little bit. He's getting 35 minutes a game again. Yep. Uh, Cavs giving up the third most fan ball points to shooting oh, guards. God, and we've harped yeah. on that all yep. year here. Uh, and they currently have the league's worst defensive rating as of us talking right this moment here. They've really? Been, Worse yeah, than
2: Sacramento's? Right, right now as of Monday. I thought it would have gone up after yesterday. i uh, I would have thought so too, but they only had seven Pistons only had seventeen points in the fourth quarter, right? <laughs> it was yeah, it was ninety eight to ninety-four,
1: I wanna say. And the Pistons scored eight points the rest of the way the Caps did it Oh God. Pistons have no closer. They have well, there's a lot of things they don't have. <laughs> uh some other guys I like on Saturday. De'Aaron Fox. Ooh. Uh Kings all in on the youth movement. Fox averaging thirty game or thirty minutes per game in or, yeah, thirty minutes per game in January. He's not netting huge numbers. Ceiling's not that high. Uh, but he's top 25 fan ball points in four of his last five games. Got a favorable matchup against Dallas, who struggles to defend point guards. They're pretty weak in their backcourt as well. Uh, Nikola Djokic going against the Warriors. Love this matchup here. Uh, he had his first triple-double of the season against Golden State uh, earlier cool. this month, as a matter of fact. Racked up 67 fan ball points. And here's why I really like this. This is Golden State's third game in four days during this week. Ooh. It will be the second half of a back-to-back in Denver, which you ask anybody around the league, it's one of the worst back-to-backs you can have, where you have to go into go- or when you have to go yeah. into Denver, higher elevation on a back-to-back. That's just a tough ask. Yeah. Uh, Nuggets too are at home on Thursday. Don't play on Friday. Should be well rested coming into that game. Like a joke at a lot. You could also, I'm thinking about possibly really just targeting the hell out of that matchup. Trey Lyles has been pretty good uh, as a mm-hmm. cheaper option. Uh, Jamal Murray in the yeah. two games against Golden State had 33 and 34 fan ball points. That's right around the 36 he currently needs to hit his value. Could load up on that game. Should be pretty high scoring. Uh, could really see the dubs kind of get beat up on potentially there. It's a bad spot for them. Uh, and then I, I won't go too much into this, but uh, Drew Holiday mentioned here. Yeah. So that goes to show you we're both without... Uh, Great minds think alike. <laughs> that's right. With, without conversing about that beforehand, we both were on the same page there. Should see the bump in usage. Uh, he'll be going against, and here, hammering this point again, going Minnesota. against Minnesota. Yeah, Teague. Jeff Teague. Brutal. Uh Brutal. Just awful. Um,
2: so I'll give it away to you. And then I got duds on Saturday. I'm going to, you know, I think I'm going to stay. I've been well, right. So- I've been right a couple times here. With LeBron, and I'm gonna I just got this gut feeling LeBron against Houston. Got a finger on the pulse there. Eleven thousand three hundred versus Houston. Riza and PJ Tucker give him trouble. It's no that's effect, a, and a, they yeah. both can rotate in equal minutes. Yep, they can both take turns going up against them. They usually give him trouble. Now, the last time these two teams played, he only had fifty two fan ball points. He needs to have sixty four to be of, of current. He needs to have sixty four fanball points to be of value to you. And he's seen a steady decline in fantasy with it's return
1: Yeah, getting up more shots for it the usage
2: i he's second on the team in usage now with it since it's returned really yeah he's second on the team it's number one the fan wow. the fantasy point production's gone down uh but they're looking to start staggering minutes i was reading today they're gonna start staggering it didn't play much if at all that fourth quarter against no. detroit he didn't play at all
1: uh, he might have played a little bit at the beginning, but the beginning, he,
2: he didn't play down the stretch. No, that's for sure. No, not he didn't all. play down the stretch. So they, they may look to stagger those guys minutes because LeBron hasn't been having, having success with both of them on the court. So they may look to stagger their minutes either way. I just, I don't, it's a little, he's, his price is going to go up too. It's going to go, he's going to beat up on Detroit early in the week. Yep.
1: Yeah. could be up over 12 by the time. Yeah, this exactly. Played.
2: So I don't like LeBron Saturday. Another guy I'm going to stay away from is Ben Simmons, $9,700 at Indiana. So this is a back to back, second leg of a back to back for them. They play in my or uh, against Miami on Friday night at home. Embiid has yet to play on a back to back. Was supposed to play his first back to back this, this tonight, as of Monday night, as we're as we're talking. Sunday night they played last night. Yep. Monday night he's out for tonight, so he's not playing in a back to back. Potentially could play in this back to back coming up, but if just monitor it. If Embiid sits, listen to this stat. If Embiid sits with Embiid on the floor, Ben Simmons has a true shooting percentage of 60%. When Embiid's not on the floor, doesn't play, he's got a true shooting percentage of 46 without Embiid. Yeah. Wow. There's a 14% difference in shooting for Simmons with Embiid on the floor as opposed to without him. I don't like I, the, the beneficiary for Embiid's absence for Philadelphia is Sarich.
1: Yeah, who's seen? Sarge, he's up to seventy one hundred. Yeah,
2: Sarge sees big minutes and big production without Embiid. He he eats up the rebounds. He's usually good for a double double when Embiid sits, but I don't like Simmons without Embiid.
1: Yeah, nine games without uh without Embiid in the lineup this year. Sorry, or excuse me, Sarge. Uh, Simmons. Simmons averaging forty five fan ball points. Yeah, needs fifty three at no, this cost. That's not good. Not no. not gonna do it.
2: So don't do it. Uh, ben Simmons and LeBron on Saturday night. Now we got an interesting one here on Sunday. I think, am I doing studs here? Yes. You got
1: the studs on Super Bowl Sunday. So this is
2: Super Bowl Sunday, people. Everyone's going to be focused on the game. Patriots, Eagles, me and Aaron really don't care. I mean, are we rooting against the Patriots just to root against the Patriots? Oh, hell yeah. We're yeah.
1: down with Tom Brady. Let's go, Eagle. Yeah. I, can- I guess,
2: yeah, I'm behind that too. I yeah. tweeted
1: this out. This has killed me. On on last Sunday, I'm watching. I'm getting ready to watch the games. Not last Sunday, excuse me. Weekend prior. Championship, and championship weekend. Championship Yep. And I see the video of the uh, the Eagles fans throwing the full beers at the Minnesota fans. Oh, yeah. So i Twitter, I'm like, oh, man, it's impossible to root for Philly unless you're from Philly. And, and then <laughs> after even. the results of the, the Patriots <laughs> game, I was just like, well, shit, here, I guess, here we uh, are. I, for I guess I'm rooting for Philly. Yeah. <laughs> Grab
2: the full beers and... Chug them at people. So Super Bowl folks are going to want to monitor Sunday. If you want to get in on the fantasy action, get the blood flowing early. Every single game, NBA game on Sunday, is early. The latest game is three o'clock Eastern Time in Phoenix. It's Charlotte at Phoenix. Every team is playing either noon, one, or three. So you want to be on top of this, and it's going to be some funky matchups. The NBA is not used to be playing, <laughs> playing this early in the morning at noon. You know, eggs, eggs and basketball, and omelets and basketball. That usually doesn't go together. Usually doesn't go together. But usually. I, usually. So my stud, I'm gonna go back Sunday. My stud's Dwight Howard. He's playing the Phoenix Suns, who are awful, Amarillo. awful against the, against big men. They're beat like, up right now, too. Yeah, they lens out right out. now. Yep, Tyson Chandler's Chandler had an up. illness, I think, but he should be back by Sunday. I think. Yeah, I would say so. Uh, he's got, like I said, he's gone over 50 fanball points in the last four games. I think what's helped him a little bit. I didn't touch on this last time, but Coach Clifford, Steve Clifford, the Hornets coach, has returned to the sideline after missing the first half of the season with uh, illness. Or he had to sit out. He was out for a health issue, okay. undefined health issue. And he was the guy who drafted Dwight and developed him in Orlando. So I think Clifford really has a feel for Howard's game and has a feel for how to run the offense around him. So I like Dwight on Sunday, $8,900. The Suns ranked 28th in defensive rating in the league and 27th in opponents' paint. Uh, I can never get this right. Opponents. That's- paint points 27th and opponents paint <laughs> points 28th the defensive rating it's a tongue twister and the last two games they've gone against the knicks and the rockets and Cantor, enos canter and clinton capella both have recorded double doubles uh another guy like this is just purely feel and and guts well first of all Giannis eleven thousand five hundred dollars against uh brooklyn he had 77 fan ball points against brooklyn nets last time double double he went for 41 points Nets have given up 50 fan ball points to to opposing small forwards over the last five games. So I love Giannis against Brooklyn. Also, Kyrie Irving, $9,000. Noon game at TD Garden against Portland. Now, I'm only saying this because this is 9 a.m. Portland. They're going to be in Toronto on Friday. So they'll be somewhat adjusted to the East Coast standard time. But still, noon game Sunday. Stevens is the best at getting those guys ready and getting them up early and kind of getting the, the juices flowing. Kyrie's at $9,000. I don't hate Kyrie against Portland.
1: Not a great defensive backcourt at all.
2: No. In in Portland, that no. is. Dame and CJ? Yeah. Nope. Very exploitable. Smart will be out. So he's going to be – I don't know. Uh, Rozier's got a sprained ankle, so maybe he doesn't play on it. The way that uh, backcourt for – uh, Boston kind of rolls out. It's gonna be interesting to see how they do it. Yeah, I can smart. see that.
1: I don't. I, most nights I don't like Kyrie. Uh, but I would
2: say most nights we stay away from him because he doesn't do enough fantasy wise. But just on this is just a hunch. It's a nine a.m. game, Pacific for Portland. They may still be sleeping when Kyrie walks on the court. And then Aaron's got the duds on Sunday.
1: I got duds, but real quick, we gotta we gotta break some news on the pod. Uh-oh. Pistons are rumored to be going after Blake Griffin right now. What? Rumored trade would send Blair, Avery Bradley, Tobias Holy Harris, Hoban Marjanovic, and a first-round pick to the Clippers for Blake Griffin. So credit us for crediting Bleacher Report. We broke the news here first. We broke the news that Bleacher We're Report broke the news. We're locking the Vaughn
2: news. bombs. We're <laughs> locking the Vaughn bombs. What's good?
1: So you got the push notification, and then the day later, when you listen to the podcast, is this 24 hours later, oh my broke the God. news. No is this deal.
2: real? This isn't a joke.
1: It's too good. I can't get excited because it's not. It won't happen. It's too. That's too exciting. That would be too good of a thing to happen to the Pistons. There's I
2: just a- don't wait. What is the Clippers getting back? Harrison Bradley?
1: You get an expiring deal, and it would basically be the Clippers announcing that they're just going to bow out and they're going to tank. They would probably also trade DeAndre at that point. Wow. Tobias, maybe. Are they that I think. Out of it? I think Tobias has one more year. That's not that they're that out of it. It's just where are you headed? Like, what do you like you could make the playoffs, but what are you gonna do in the playoffs? What is this Clippers team, even at full health, gonna do? You get the first round pick of the Pistons, which yes. if you're if you're LA, you hope the Pistons just don't really get it back together. Wow, is ESPN down? You'd have to hope or you'd probably you at that point on? you'd trade um trade Lou Williams as well. You'd try and just stack up for the future. I would imagine it would be a full sell job at that point if they were to give up Blake.
2: That's not a think? job. What do you think? They're they're to what do you think yeah, ESPN's down. That's wild. Uh, and they're going to try and. Who are they going to make a run at, though? LeBron? I think it would be a
1: long term play, not like a quick turnaround. It would be let's get some draft picks, let's get some assets. Well, they're
2: clearing all that cap space. No, they're clearing all that cap space. There's something there. You're not getting LeBron. George? they convinced George to go there. But who do they have around there? Milos Teodosic. <laughs> My boy.
1: The forever injured Danilo Gallinari. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know what LA's got. It, the trade won't happen. It's too good of a thing to happen to Detroit. Duds, Sunday. I got this. Damian Lillard, <laughs> going going back to that noon start. I think that's a big factor there. That's tough. Portland has a back-to-back Tuesday, Wednesday, so they'll fly out to Toronto Thursday. Play got a Friday, 7.30 yeah. game Friday night. Then you head into Boston. These are just, you know what, they're NBA players, they're superhuman athletes, but they're just people. You're excited about the Super Bowl. You ready? You want to watch the game? The festivities a little bit later? I expect the Boston crowd to be riled up. They're going to be getting drunk yeah. already. They're going to yep. be excited for Tom for Brady, Tom, yep, Brady, yep, Tom fucking exactly. Brady, to tear it up in the Super Bowl. Uh, and, and Wicked. In Tommy Brady. The Celtics, 3rd fuels fan ball points to point guards, as it is. They're a tough defensive matchup, only giving up 39 a game. Uh... Don't like Damon at that one at 9-4. That's a high price for him. Uh, So that does it for our studs and duds for the week. Of course, you can tweet at us, Aaron J. Wellock, JK underscore the Vaughn, or hashtag WATV if you have any questions during the week. Of course, we have the daily articles every day on Fanball.com under the news section. What do you got, JK? You're ruminating
2: on something. The Clippers are a game out of the playoffs.
1: Yeah, but what are you going to, like, that's how, this is how I feel about the Pistons right now. Like, barring this trade, what does it matter if the Pistons make the 7 or 8 seed? This isn't the NHL. Like you're just going to get your ass kicked. It's not like get in and Who's, see what happens. Who would they play.
2: They would play Houston. Yeah, Houston what? or
1: Golden State. They're not beating either of those teams.
2: They could beat San Antonio. They could, no, they the could. six. No. You don't think so?
1: A healthy San Antonio. Uh,
2: okay, if Kawhi comes back, maybe yeah. No, but I'm not even. I'm not even convinced that's happening.
1: Uh, that's that's here no there whether he's coming back but they're Maybe not we
2: should do a trade a special trade uh we do need trade a special deadline trade podcast. deadline show. absolutely look at al's like shaking his head yes we need a trade deadline podcast Al salty is Al's so into it so jacked up about he's, Al, he doesn't
1: even need a coffee when we start talking about the trade deadline just gets his. I can't believe just, this is happening. This
2: is actually. This is really good.
1: If Blake Griffin comes to the Pistons, I'll buy a jersey. Okay,
2: so whoa, we have that recorded, Al. We got that recorded. Don't cut Nike that slush. out, Al. We got
1: it. It's on tape. On the tape. full
2: one. You're gonna get the full jersey. I'll
1: pay the $120, 150 whatever Nike jersey. Blake Griffin. I'll come in on the pod. Wow. The next wow. Week falls apart I'm all in. It. Wow. <laughs> I'm just podcasting. It's just like falls apart. Whoa! Tweeted it out. Oh, I need this. I need it so bad. Please, Detroit sports are so depressing right now. I don't even want to talk about Michigan State. Just fiddle. give me Blake Griffin in Detroit. I don't even care. He'll break his toe like a Grace week Johnson later. Brace Johnson going Just to Pistons
2: please. too as part of the trade?
1: Oh, please. Please, NBA gods.
2: So uh, if they, if they get Blake. You get Blake,
1: you got to get do, Reggie what's back. The
2: best, what's the best outcome for them? You get Reggie
1: Jackson back healthy sometime in early to mid February. The Pistons
2: are currently sitting in the ninth spot too. So, wow, you're talking about two 9 nine-seeded teams trading with each other.
1: 9 seed teams, yep.
2: One uh, one trying to do something drastically different than the other. D-
1: Detroit would is about 3, 4 games out of the 8 seed right now. So, yeah, you hope you get Reggie uh, Reggie back as soon as possible. Um Question is how you fill the rest of. it. You gotta at that point you're relying on Stanley Johnson to to take the step forward because you're playing him at small forward now. Yeah, it means they're
2: comfortable with who's the starting shooting guard. Luke Kennard.
1: They're giving him minutes right now though. Oh my boy, Luke Kennard. Look at him. You've been seeing it. He it against Cleveland the last Dukies. night. They're starting to yeah, run I some did. plays for him.
2: Yeah, like when he gets a shooting stroke going, he's good.
1: He's all right. He just can't defend. He's he's a liability on the defensive yeah. end, but he's that they would be relying on him and they would run the hell out of some. Some pick and rolls with Blake and, and, and Andre.
2: Oh man, that's wow. That's so it's basically just like the LA Clippers all over again.
1: It would be a lot like that. Yeah, you and not Letting Blake space the floor a little Chris bit. And uh Andre wow. kind of just roaming the paint. Yeah. I don't know that it would work, but good lord, it would give me something to be excited about. Speaking of not being excited, JK still owes me a pepper because I've lost two in a row I know. here.
2: I'm sorry, folks. I it's on me to get this right. You're right. I got it because you you've lost two in a row now. I've lost two in a row. I'm and I'm convinced you would have lost three in a row. I had a killer lineup leading into last week. <laughs> absolutely killer. Oh boy,
1: hypothetical lineup That's where we're at. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I am taking you down this week. I will eat my pepper because I've lost two in a row. I I deserve it at this point. But this okay. this is a dub for me. I'm going CJ mccullough at This is a this is a four games in the week. We got oh, Brooklyn, yeah. Portland, uh, Oklahoma City, and Toronto. Four teams who have four games. So. Those are where the players are going to come from this week. Uh, CJ McCollum for me at 7,400 gets the Clippers, the Bulls, the Raptors, and the Celtics this week. I don't love that game on Sunday, but I like it more for him. Better matchup for him than it is for Dame. Uh, he's been pretty good lately, uh, getting to about that 40 fan ball point mark, 35, 40 fan ball point mark. I'm going to Mari Carroll uh, from Ooh. Brooklyn at 4,800. He will get the Knicks, the 76ers, the Lakers, and the Bucks. Uh, Nets are banged up right now. You got, yeah. You got Lavert's down, uh Howell's Jefferson. Jeffers missing a couple games. Yep, yep. at least, least a couple D'Angelo's games. D'Angelo's not 100% yet either. Should be some minutes there for Carroll, like him at that price. And then at center, I'm going with Steven Adams going against the Wizards. Ups. Yes, the Wizards, the Nuggets, New Orleans, of course, without boogie, and the Lakers That's to finish the too. week. He's been very strong recently, rebounding mm-hmm. machine. Played around at some different permutations. Wanted Russ badly, but given our format, it's... Literally that's not possible yeah. with the salary cap, so it's that's possible. what I'm going with. What do you got, JK? All
2: right, I'm gonna go Spencer Dinwiddie for Brooklyn. He's got the four games that Aaron mentioned at New York versus Philly versus Lakers and versus Bucks. Like Aaron talked about, they're banged up there, so Dinwiddie should see a ton of minutes. Uh, I'm going to Paul George for the Thunder, eight thousand four hundred dollars. He's got at Washington, at Denver versus New Orleans versus Lakers. Now an all star with uh Boogie being hurt, Boogie gets removed from the all star team and George gets added. Without Roberson, I like him to kind of step up. I'm going to go with George, and then I got to keep up with a four game schedule. I thought about going somewhere else here, but I got it. Can't You can't lose it. a game, yeah, you unless you've got a totally monster. But at the price I had, I had left, or the money I had left, I didn't really have a choice. So I'm going Jared Allen for the Brooklyn Nets. Rookie out of University of Texas is seeing a lot more minutes recently. He's at three thousand three hundred dollars. He's going at New York versus Philly versus the Lakers and versus the Bucks. So some favorable matchups there: Lakers, Bucks. Potentially some good ones. Um so we'll see. Kind of rolling the dice there in Jerry Down, so we'll see. Hopefully it pays off. All right. That's it.
1: All right. Let's hope I can get back off the snide. Yeah. I gotta look up our overall record. I think you might be up on me by one game Ooh. now. It's close. I gotta I gotta look it back The Dan week is throwing me off. That's the one thing I haven't really factored in. But I think you're okay. I think you're up maybe like six to five, seven, six, something like that on me now. This is thirteenth episode. Nice. Oh, you son of a bitch. All
2: right. Should, the loser maybe should have to tweet at David Lee saying you looked awful on ESPN <laughs> the other day giving Caroline Wozniacki a smooch after she won the Australian Open. Jackie like wants tool. to lose now, actually. Jakey's yeah. <laughs> just going to be dead. Tank mode. <laughs> Trust the process. <laughs> I want David Lee to notice me. I keep looking at that jersey, that shirzy. Damn it.
1: Oh, my God. God damn David Lee. Thanks so much for listening. We're back on Monday's live podcast live on Tuesday. Thanks, guys. Have a great night. Day. Wherever you're at.